to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo on Listen Up Talk Radio. Brought to you by Holy Chuck Burgers. Holy Chuck. Our business is burgers. And by Maxwell's Clothiers, exclusive men's and ladies' custom tailors. Our philosophy is simple, to let the garment do the talking. So we're here with uh, PJ Stock and Violeta Afenasieva. There you go. And uh, so we're going to be talking with uh, PJ and Violetta. First of all, PJ, you had a call to action to this this summer, obviously with Colby going down, pulling the hammy, you stepping in. You've got a big connection to Battle of the Blades. You've been a participant before in the past, as well as a judge as well. So I just wanted to ask you what your drive to the connection of the Battle of the Blades really was. Well, obviously, I've had the opportunity to compete on the show, which was uh, an unbelievable experience, and uh, a judge on it, which was way easier when it came to who I didn't have to skate uh, at all. But um, just uh, the story about Colby uh, going down, and just Colby, first off, himself, uh, what he represents, and there was a, a big, um, there was a moment in Humboldt, Saskatchewan, the last yeah. year that was pretty pretty touchy and Colby was one of the first players in the NHL, ex-NHL guys to really get involved and try and help out. He doesn't have family that was involved in it but he's the type of guy that wanted to leave his mark so Colby going down wanted to help him some way and obviously my my partner Violetta um, I didn't know her state and I started getting bitmojis from her right away that uh, sad faces and everything and then we spoke and um, obviously the show reached out and uh, you I, I have four kids and you wanted to teach them about what's right and, and putting yourself out there for a great cause and for, for helping your friends and well this is one of those moments where I, I kind of had to because of everything I've been preaching to my kids for the last 17 <laughs> years so here I am yeah. okay and you're skating for ALS so ALS Society of, of Quebec obviously I think uh, most people who know you from your on-air personalities know that you're from Quebec you're actually quite bilingual which shocked the hell out of me when I heard you speak French for the first time yeah, I actually don't speak either language well but you, but you speak Franglais which is which is possible in Quebec yeah. but I just wanted to ask you a little bit about your connection to ALS uh, your brother Dean who passed away three years ago and just to see uh, who you're skating for and what you want to raise awareness for the society I think the first time I was on the show which was nine years ago uh, nine years ago which is crazy uh, you know we had to pick a charity and I picked a charity because I picked a charity it's just kind of one of those things will be be great to skate for and I don't think you really know much about charities until you kind of get involved in them and do a little bit more real work into them uh, but the big moment for me is I had a brother who was diagnosed uh, December uh, 11 2014 with ALS uh, Lou Gehrig's disease for people listening, and yeah, it's not a good disease. Um, ice bucket challenge, that that whole scenario that people can think of, and we lost my brother um, September 23rd, 2016. So, you know, I was doing help for all these charities and events, thinking I was doing a good thing, but not really knowing what I was really doing until I eventually, my family became the charity. And, and, and that's what it's all about. And now, uh, doing the show, it's obviously I'm coming back to to help Violetta and, and help the show however I possibly can and, and just more or less raise awareness. And, you know, I'm skinned for ALS, which is obviously selfish on my behalf and why I'm, why I'm doing it. But, again, it's there's there, but there's some great charities that are there. So if any one of the charities, if anybody watching because the show is great, can, can just, hey, you know what, maybe I can try and help out this way at home. If one guy can make one little difference, I can change something for any one of these great charities, then I, then I think the show's a success. And that's the difference from when I was on last time to, to this time being on. 
Um, final question. I want to try and keep it a little light as well yeah. because you know uh, you 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 we'll have the self. Russian interpreter next. Okay, where well, she's up next as well. She's some borscht. But we have the um, we have the lighter side as well. Um, you're obviously very big on self-deprecating humor. Yeah. Uh, you're not the NHL superstar per se. That you're people get the job for in NHL roles on, you know, Sports Desk, TSN, uh, now you're with RDS as well, yeah. as well. So I want to ask you, um, obviously from being a grinder in the NHL to transition to life after hockey, what advice you'd have to young kids in journalism or looking to aspire to follow that, that they don't have to be the aspiring superstar to get those jobs, but it's on-air personality like yourself that actually wins that people like to engage with. Well, after being fired from Sportsnet, uh, things have kind of changed. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's uh, you gotta you gotta be proud of what you do and be honest. And at the end of the day, people can I think they can see through whatever they want to see through. And you just try and be as honest as you can, uh, be as real as you can. And for a young kid trying to get into the business, it's tough. Yeah, set yourself goals and, and little little goals and, and achievements that you get that you know I can push myself to the to the next level but don't don't just think that you know it's going to be the rosiest of rides it's a lot of work it's a grind uh, I wish everyone tons of success uh, but there's every time you're on TV or watching TV there's maybe a moment to learn it might just be a hand gesture that you can watch somebody do maybe like the way someone dresses maybe like the way they said something do not think that your way is the only way. Be willing to learn and adapt and make yourself better every time you see someone or you're on yourself. Uh, lastly, uh, we want to give a plug out to the social media links that you'll be following with, with Battle of the Blades, uh, with ALS Quebec. Uh, and as well, if you want to throw a shout out to anybody that you're skating for or anybody you just want to say hello to and say hi on the podcast. Oh, just hello everyone. Uh, my partner, Violetta, let me apologize in advance uh, for... Uh, well, <laughs> there's a couple of topics here, a couple of topics there, a couple of bruises here. I'll try for not that much blood this time around, but uh, it's 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 gonna be fun. There's uh, obviously I'm doing for ALS uh, ALS.ca under Team Stock, where we raise money for awareness, but also for those those families that need the help, and and that's what it's all about. So I'm it's gonna be a fun year. Try and bring some levity to the show and make it. We're all hockey players that are putting ourselves in some very un uh, uncomfortable situations, but it's for a good goal. And this is what it's all about. So we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Thank you, PJ. Thank you. And now back to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo to find out what exactly is on Chuck's mind. Welcome back to the show. We're profiling PJ Stock, who is skating in the Battle of the Blades for the ALS uh, of Quebec. And we have Claudine Cook on the phone. Uh, Claudine, uh, are you there? Yes, I am. Well, thanks a lot for taking the time to join us today on the show, Claudine. I just want to ask, so obviously PJ's skating for the ALS uh, Foundation as well, and obviously he's got a, a brother, Dean, that had passed away of ALS as well. Um, and I just want to ask you, what was the connection between uh, PJ Stott that he chose ALS? Yeah, so Dean was uh, diagnosed in December 2014, and him and his family were quick to get involved with the ALS Society of Quebec by creating the Team Stock Fund that uh, helped, uh, the funds raised helped 
support families living with ALS in Quebec and help support research in Canada via ALS Canada's research program. And it, they really had an impact. To their, they really wanted to make it their mission to, you know, raise awareness for a disease that was relatively unknown and, and really help other families. And, you know, having PJ skate in honor of Dean and helping us raise awareness for ALS um, we're really, truly uh, grateful for that. Yeah, and I mean, ALS is just such a horrific disease that just you know takes and robs people of their human dignity while they're going through that, and their family and friends are subjected to this journey as well. But for the people who don't know what ALS is or Lou Gehrig's disease, I just wanted to ask you if you could actually just explain a little bit more of what ALS is, how there is no cure, uh, and what role you have uh, working with the support factor. Absolutely. So ALS, as you mentioned, is a, a neurodegenerative disease and it has no cure. Um, it's really when the connection between the brain and our muscles, there's a disconnect and, and the muscles, um, th- that connection is, gets cut off. So people gradually lose their ability to walk, talk, swallow, and eventually breathe. There is no cure, as you mentioned. Uh, life expectancy is between two to five years. And it's you know, um, it's a sporadic. Ninety percent of the of the cases is sporadic. Only ten percent is hereditary. So ALS can affect anyone. There's currently about three thousand Canadians living with ALS. But being a fatal disease, you know, for every diagnosis there's a death, and it's uh, devastating, as you mentioned, for the entire family and in ALS Quebec and even the ALS societies across the provinces, across the country, really support families. Um, you know, throughout their journey at every stage of the disease at ALS Quebec, we provide personalized service, services from financial aid to counseling to specialized equipment to support groups um, to social activities. We really engage the community uh, to help them live with the disease. And we also fund research, as I mentioned earlier, and it's, and it's really to help, help researchers find the cause and the cure and hopefully find a treatment to, you know, slow down the disease and, and ultimately stop it. Yeah. And one of the things that we want to do in the podcast is just raise more awareness. Uh, so that way people who don't know what ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease is, uh, has a better idea of how they can actually create a difference for people uh, who are actually living with this uh, or, or affected by that in the ripple effect as well. Um, more importantly, what I thought we could talk about is the ice bucket challenge five years ago and how much awareness that had raised. Uh, and that being said, how we can create allies for ALS. So besides going to the website uh, or your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds, what are some things that people who don't know how to get involved uh, can help out inside of this, uh, whether it be donations or charitable hours or volunteering? How can people you know, create a call to action and support ALS. Well, you, you've you've named the key uh, the key elements, and you know, and for us, we really encourage that every action counts. And yes, donations are, are most welcome. They help support our mission and, and keep us uh, moving forward and helping families and research. But also, volunteering time um, is is precious. And, you know, you can volunteer for your, your local ALS association at different levels, um, whether it's administrative tasks um, at events and so on. And, of course, raising awareness, uh, sharing, going to our website or going to our, our social media feeds, sharing the information, because it's amazing word of mouth. Um, people will, you know, learn about ALS. Someone will know someone, will know somebody who can help uh, our cause and 
And as I said, there's no all, all actions count, and together, really, it's uh, together as a team. We'll we'll conquer this thing sooner or later. Well, hopefully, if PJ keeps skating, now he got a buy in the first week for him and Violetta because obviously PJ is a champion. And he stepped up for Colby Armstrong, who went down with a hamstring um, last uh, or two weeks ago. And PJ stepped up, and this is PJ's uh, third kick at the can, I think, for Battle of the Blades between being a judge and a skater as well. He actually skated with Violetta, Violetta before in 2012. Um, but I just want to give a big shout-out to PJ. He's probably the most animated skater, <laughs> I would say, on the ice out there, and he's going to need a lot of help. So what we want you to do is we want you to go to cbc.ca backslash battle vote and be able to vote for PJ every single day, which keeps him skating longer. And the longer he keeps skating, the more awareness he's going to create for ALS of Quebec and obviously creating more awareness for ALS across Canada as well. So with that being said, Claudine, I want to thank you for being on the show today and sharing with us a little bit more about ALS and uh, go PJ stock. Absolutely. And thank you so much. And we really appreciate uh, your support and everything you do to help the charities that get profiled through your show. Oh, thanks, Claudine. I really appreciate that. Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo is produced by podcastexpert.ca. Brought to you by Holy Chuck Burgers. Holy Chuck. Our business is burgers. And by Maxwell's Clothiers, exclusive men's and ladies' custom tailors. Our philosophy is simple, to let the garment do the talking. 